0: Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lion's Share Podcast. This is walk-through Wednesday. We got through the bye week. It went like that. Lions take on the Cowboys this week. We're now into week seven, almost to the halfway point, almost to the trade deadline too. So we'll be talking trades here in a couple weeks for a lot of teams. Maybe the Lions will shop some guys. Maybe they'll go on the market. Maybe they'll be big spenders, this trade deadline. Let's see what it brings. But, it, but to start off, first, we've got to talk about one of our dear darlings from our childhood, Miniclip. Uh, if you guys haven't heard the news, get your time in now because Miniclip shuts down here soon. Sad to see it go.
1: About some prayers, uh, forever a waste in time. It was probably one of the top 10 websites at one time. Yeah, it was more of an addictinggames.com kind of guy. I liked the Fair. Kitty Cannon game. It was all about it. That's the one that really sticks in my mind. Dude, just kiddies out of a cannon, dying horrifically. What more? But now you're a cat lover. I mean, I was always a cat lover. It's fun to watch okay. them do that, though.
0: All right. So as we said, bye week all the way complete. Lions back on schedule this week. They take on the Cowboys. Some news for the Lions this week: getting some of the guys back off the injury report. Obviously, the week off, so there was some time to get some much needed rest for a lot of these guys John Kaminsky looking like he may be back this week I'm I'm in Ross Saint Brown back to practice full practice today uh looks like he should be good to go Deion, uh, uh, DeAndre Swift questionable we'll we'll know more as the week goes on but he's progressing potential for him to play he did say uh, Taylor Decker uh,
1: I listened to DeAndre in the media today and he did say. If he can get through it, man, he's going to be out there. There's no doubt about it, no questions asked.
0: No questions asked? Mm-hmm. That sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision. <laughs> exactly.
1: <before. laughs>
0: yep. He just lives on the injury report. It's, it's uh, one of those can't-have-nice-things once again.
1: Find China, keep it on the high shelf, man. That's unreal.
0: You almost want him to sit this game out just so he can – get fully healthy but you, you really don't know the extent of what it will take to get him fully healthy it could be several weeks but yeah a couple guys still on the injury report obviously uh, not everybody's going to be back um but positive news in that josh paschal and jerry jacobs are trending in the right direction um they're they're still on the fence with them as well uh but two guys that are sorely needed on the defensive side of ball Oh, man, it'd just be nice if we could get the full strength with with all these guys that
1: are on the list. Uh, I mean, that's that's par for the NFL, right? I mean, we're, mm-hmm. everybody's going to have a – hopefully this was the big one that uh, Dan talked about earlier in the season. I mean, you always see it in the season. Hopefully, yeah, we get them all back quickly and uh, start chomping some wins. But there is a tough schedule, so that's also a damper on – you need them to get back because you need these wins, but they're also always going to be tough wins.
0: Yeah. Tough stretch. Like we talked about in last week's episode, uh, quite the stretch coming out of the bye, and it's not going to be an easy path for the lions going ho- forward into the second half. Um, put up an Instagram poll last week about what the thoughts of the shareholders and lions fans alike felt like the season was going to end with. Obviously the lions are one and four right now into the bye. Um, so coming out of the buy, they've got um, the potential to turn things around, but we'll see. Uh, so I put on the poll, two wins or less, three to five wins, six to eight wins or eight wins plus. What did everybody think for the uh, line's final win total, right? So overwhelmingly in the three to five category, a couple outliers in the two wins or less in the eight plus, but the majority of everybody found the home in the three to five wins, which puts them at a maximum of four wins. Uh, out of the remaining schedule, and I know we talked about it in ours. We we were hoping to get six out of this team, but uh, we shall see, right?
1: I, I I still think they've got a backdoor shot at six wins. Six may be the the high point at this at this point in the season, but they've still got a backdoor chance, so don't count them out yet. You really
0: don't know what the Dan Campbell-led team last year obviously started off, I can't even remember the record that they started off with. They had a lot lot of close games that they lost, and they ended up squeezing three wins out of the season, including the one tie, Um, so kind of like three-and-a-half wins last year. Uh, So second-half team last year, I don't know if that will be the case this year, but certainly going to be a tough stretch with the Cowboys leading things off against... Um, The Lions this week in their first matchup out of the bye. We talked about it. they have going to play the got to play the Packers twice yet. Got to play the the Bears twice still. Um, They've got the Dolphins in there as well. It's uh, it's certainly no easy task. So don't forget about the Bills and the Bills. Yeah, I'm trying to put that one out of my brain. Thanksgiving, you might want to just find something else to watch this year. Find solace in the pumpkin pie. Something, something. Just noticed in the screenshot I took of the Instagram poll that my battery percentage was at a lofty 69%. Nice. Uh, Thanks for everybody that voted on that poll. You know who you are. One more injury thing I wanted to touch on about the Lions. One of the big guys we're looking forward to is Jamison Williams. Uh, Draft pick from last year, still has yet to take the field. Still getting right in the injury department. There was a chance that he may play this week, but it looks like that's probably not going to be the case. They, they don't want to rush things in the wide receiver room, and we know the wide receiver room is 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 one of the highlights of this team. So, I think it's the right decision. Just keep him uh, benched for as long as he needs.
1: Yeah, I mean, Chark's gonna looking like he's not going to play again this week as well. So, uh, wide yeah. receiver room still kind of thin, but got Kennedy still. So, looking forward to seeing him. Um, I honestly, out of the whole list, I'm very excited to see uh, Pascal or Paschal. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Paschal. Um, I'm very excited to see him. I mean, Brad Holmes has been proven to be a good drafter and not only a good drafter, but like um, he's very good at finding hidden talent. I mean, we see that in Rodrigo. He did it last year. Um, so I'm excited to see how uh, a uh, does and just hopefully get some more playing time or just playing time in general.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people, myself included, um, are kind of down on the dumps with the lions right now. There's not a lot of good feelings that we had, especially just the way that things uh, went into the bye. I think week three, we were still pretty optimistic and it's kind of really dropped at least for me. But I think there's things to be excited for. Like you said with Paschal and um, Jameson Williams. Like, I mean, there's a there's an opportunity that this team, I don't think they get above 500 to end the season, but there's an opportunity that they win some meaningful games and hopefully give something to build on for year three of the Dan Campbell regime. Assuming that he gets year three. I think we're in agreement that he will. Uh, just based on what the front office is feeling. I, I think the front office has so much trust in him still. So I don't see anything changing there. Um, of note from Dan this week, obviously the de- the defense has been a glaring issue this season. He said he spent a lot of time with Aaron Glenn and the defensive coaches alike and reviewed a lot of things. There's going to be some big changes coming on defense, and he Dan himself feels good about it. So uh could be just a media quote there. Uh, it could be just telling the media what they want to hear, telling the fans what they want to hear. But hopefully something actually tangible from that and that there is some some good things to hope uh see on the horizon for the defense. Thoughts? What's your what's the
1: thoughts of your big changes?
0: It's got to be scheme. It's got to be moving guys around. They did that in the Patriots game. They were moving they they were moving guys around on defense. Um and so I don't know. I I think it's going to be a change in in how Aaron Glenn is 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 scheming things up. I, obviously, the players aren't all available, like um, as far as injuries and talent wise goes. But um, if they can start getting a, a better pass rush, that'll help out the secondary.
1: My my prediction on the big change. I think we're gonna see Hutchinson coming out of a two point stance rather than his traditional three or four. That's what I've heard. That as well. They want he's he. They want him to be more understanding, right? Well, like more Micah Parsons' role, more yeah. free roam. Can play the second level if he needs to because he's quick and tall. Is a motherfucker. Cut <clears throat> <God's laughs> please. I got out of hand. He's he's tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to swear. Uh no, he's just tall and he's quick and he can get and you everywhere. swear all the time. I did that one that one seemed outrageous. That one I wanted to retract that one from the record. Redacted. Um But he's all over the field at times, so I just I I hope to see him more in a playmaker position. I mean, you went out and got him.
0: Yeah. Imagine that defense at full strength with Pashkill, Jerry Jacobs, Back in the lineup, and imagine—obviously, this won't happen this year—but Tracy Walker holding down the secondary in the in the in the deep end. Okuda's Okuda there c- with him? If he if he continues to play like he played weeks one through four, uh, you know, there's some there's some things to look forward to for sure. I, I think this defense is, is closer than maybe it feels, but. Obviously a lot to go, and it's going to be a tough matchup this week against the Cowboys. Um, so we'll uh, we'll table that for now, and then we'll go into some NFL picks. Um, just got to give myself a pat on the back for picking the Jets over the Packers last week. I, I know a lot of people thought for sure, Andrew included, that the Packers were going to get right after losing to the other New York team, the Giants in London. But uh, they got ran over pretty hard. It was never close against the, against the Jets. So um, are the Packers maybe not as good as we thought? We'll see.
1: I think it's more along the lines that uh, Aaron Rodgers has committed himself to the outdoors. Um, and he's won with nature. And they've taken him into London and New York against two city teams. I just think it's just in a concrete jungle, steel jungle, and he doesn't belong. And the last game was in Lambo. Cut that from the record.
0: <laughs> it was a rain fest in Lambeau and they lost. Um so so couldn't even bear the elements. Bills Chiefs was the matchup of the week. You called for this to be the highest scoring game of the year and it was nothing nothing close to that, but uh, a thriller nonetheless. Thought it thought it almost might go to overtime again and um, based on how their matchups in the past have gone, and it looked like it was going to come down to that again. Uh, but this time, the Bills lock down. They get the interception on Mahomes to end any magic that the Chiefs thought they had under, up their sleeves. And uh, as predicted by me, the Bills get the i I'm I'm taking my points where I can get them because I went 5-9 and nine this week. So I got to hang my hat on something, and that's picking the Jets over the Packers and picking the Bills over the Chiefs. That's where I can hang my hat.
1: There you are, there you are, and what a, what an important win, both of them. Uh, I I personally like the Jets over the Packers more. It still leaves light at the end of the tunnel for the Lions and hope, and there will always be hope.
0: Did you hear the quote in the Sunday night football game that um, Collinsworth hit us with about Landon Dickerson? No. Oh no. Some people think he's doing this intentionally at this point, but um, he had a quote of Landon Dickerson um, <laughs> coming right down your throat.
1: Uh, and that's how, verbatim. What's, what's the context?
0: He was rushing. He Landon Dickerson was rushing the quarterback. And,
1: right up the middle, though? Yeah. Yeah. Into the camera Coming right though. down your throat. Yeah. Coming right down your throat. It plays. I mean, he's probably doing it intentionally, but like can't do anything about it. It's that plays. That plays all the time.
0: Ah, <sighs> yes. Uh, one more thing before we talk about the games. Thursday night football solution. This was that's what I saw on TikTok. They once the double bye week starts, when they go to eighteen games, teams only play their Thursday night matchups off of a bye. What do you think of that?
1: I love it. I think I also heard somebody else talking about this, and I love it. I think the last proposed one I saw was close to that, but then also um, I think it was adding a second bye currently and extending the season leading to the Super Bowl being played the night before President's Day or a national holiday, not President's Day. Uh, President's Day is in February,
0: but it's already pretty close to President's Day. so. I don't know what else it would be besides. Maybe that's what it is then. Because if if it goes into March, there's really no holiday in March except for St. Patrick's Day. Um, and Easter sometimes falls in March, but it's different every year. Anyway, not a holidays guy. Um, um, let's talk about this week's matchups. As I said, we both went five and nine last week. That puts my record at forty-three. And 35 and andrew's at 35 and 43 so we're mere images of each
1: other you can't make this stuff up i'm so excited to be in such tandem with you In sync yes
0: didn't in sync sing bye 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 so we're coming off the bye 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 wow NSYNC?
1: you're an animal
0: that's that's on the spot folks that's best of tell me tell me where else you can get this Uh, All right, I'm going to run through the games, all right? So this is our first... No.
1: Are we off the record right
0: now? We're on the record. Uh, I feel like
1: we're we're talking off the record right now. I feel like we're in each other's bedrooms.
0: We are, though. That's the truth. We're just talking. Just guys being dudes. Thursday night, tomorrow night. Saints versus Cardinals. This is... You've heard of Catholics versus versus convicts. Well, how about an internal joust between the Saints and the Cardinals, two members of the of the Parliament uh, or whatever you call it in the in Catholicism? Cardinals are just below Pope, I think, or something like that.
1: Uh, that's what you're gonna in the say. hierarchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It took yeah. me a second, but uh, yeah, hey, that's a good point. Wow, uh, it's I... not a
0: matchup that comes very often either when they're uh, in separate conferences
1: no I like that logic I think I'm gonna have to jump on your on that train with you
0: <clears throat> I've got the Cardinals this yeah. week separation of church and state
1: for the Cardinals they they get to three and four give me give me a scoop of what you're having uh I want everything to do that whole explanation just brings it right in for me there's no j- way James Winston gets right this week but don't worry to Tom's still going to struggle and uh, I still believe the saints will pull off that division.
0: Hey, more power to you to for, for taking uh, the initiative there and, and taking a team with, with lesser odds. I like it. I love an, I love a good underdog story. So I'm rooting for it. Not for your sake, but just for the underdog story. Um, I agree. The Cardinals is Andy Dalton season over. Or is that what you're telling me? Is Jameis back? I believe officially.
1: James, I think Jameis is coming back. I'm assuming he is, but okay. I I think when you put a Jameis next to Kyler Murray, that's two quarterbacks. You just look at the quarterbacks and who would you rather have on your team, huh? Cooper Rush. <laughs> diehard. He's diehard. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Cardinals get D D-Hop, D Hopkins back this week, and they also got Ronnie Anderson at, uh, in a trade this week. I don't know how much they'll be involved in the, in the offense this week, but uh, more points for Arizona. Who's only favored by two in this game.
1: Yeah. Another good point. I forgot about Robbie Anderson basically getting traded for a shoe. Um, yeah. <laughs> after, after did I exploded. say Ronnie
0: and not Robbie. Uh, I think I, I said Ronnie.
1: Hey, whatever you did, you slurred it and okay. I gotcha. But uh, on, unbelievably he took an Antonio like exit, but uh, yeah. nobody does AB like AB, but yeah, that was weird to see.
0: <sighs> Falcons take on the Bengals in the first matchup on Sunday in the one o'clock slot. I think uh, I think I've got a obvious choice here of the of the Bengals.
1: Yeah, the Tiger Stripes are riding high after after their win down in New Orleans last week, and uh, I New think Orleans. they're gonna. Yeah, and Cordero's still on the IR. Marcus Mariota yep. still being, yeah, I I don't see them winning, and in Cincinnati.
0: No, Bengals three and three, Falcons also three and three. I I think the Bengals are the far better three and three team here. Uh, we'll skip over Lions, Cowboys for a second here, and go Colts, Titans, and in, in your divisional matchup, so. Winner of this game uh, gets the first place in the AFC South. So, um, you you call it for the Colts here and to be division winners. You think the Colts pull it out this week?
1: Yeah. So I had a very hard time choosing this game, and I was very close to taking the Titans uh, because it's because it's in Tennessee. The only thing that had me taking the Colts was that I called them to win this division, and I thought I might as well serve my purpose.
0: Stick with it, right? Yes, you are the sir. only ten I see.
1: Ooh! he remembered.
0: I think the Titans are going to feed off the energy that the Volunteers brought in their win over Alabama last weekend, and um, I think the Colts win it in Tennessee, in Nashville, in
1: Nissan Stadium. Give me the give me the Titans. Do you think the Titans uh, will bring the goalpost into the field pregame? <laughs> that would that They're would electrify there. the crowd.
0: They should. You absolutely, <laughs> there would be an automatic W for them if they did. <laughs> I see Tennessee, the University of Tennessee is um, uh, fishing for donations to replace the the old ones. I think it's $150,000 so, for new goalposts. So it seems like a lot. It's like I mean.
1: three kids? <laughs> I don't know. So three, They're
0: selling water bottles for free these days, so I don't know.
1: Three kids tuition? That's no, not all it takes.
0: Well, I, I just got my tuition hopefully wavered. Or waved. Wavered.
1: Thanks for the link, bro.
0: Yeah. Packers take on the commanders. And this one's in FedEx Field. The uh, shithole that is FedEx Field and Dan Snyder getting more heat this week.
1: Ongoing investigations, Uh Urse. Ursay trying to uh trying to say there's a case to have him gone and I don't know. It is getting spicy. That's a story to watch. What happens with Dan Snyder? Regardless of the fact, the product on the field is still terrible, though. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is not going to take three straight losses. He's he's gonna he's gonna win this one.
0: Agreed. Packers get right this game. No perfect, uh, no more perfect opponent than the, the Commanders. Moving over to uh, another uh, divisional matchup. Some Buccaneers take on the Panthers. This is the biggest spread of the week. Tampa Bay is favored by 11.
1: I mean, what what more to say, right? Uh, everybody's dogging on Tom that he's not with his team enough and that he yells too much. Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time and the most winningest quarterback of all time. He's going to do what he wants, okay? Um, he's going to go in and he's, he's, he's barely going to take his – Take his helmet off, he's gonna get a W over the Panthers and, and that's all there is to it.
0: He's gonna be on the field so much that he, the defense won't even have time for him to put his helmet on. Yeah, just or keep, give he, me take the his ball helmet off, back. I should say.
1: He probably is just walking over to his defense. Get me the ball back. Non start three to, and
0: outs for the Panthers.
1: Just gonna to try to put up a zillion points. He's so pissed off right now.
0: Whatever the over for over under is for punts in the Panthers, take the over on <laughs> How many punts they're gonna do, based yeah. on that statement? Yeah. I think I was taking the bucks either way, but you've convinced me to take them by a million here. Yeah, Tom's upset. I do think there's something bigger there with Tom Brady. I I, I hope it's not the case, but it feels like he he's he's stuck around a little too long in his career. Between um what we've been seeing from him this year, it's just I, I don't I don't want to see him go out on like a an ugly note, right?
1: Uh, it's almost like uh, the you know what they what's the old saying like never meet your heroes right? Uh, we've yeah. we've become too personal with him mm-hmm. as a society. Got,
0: it all started with the Facebook show, Tom versus Time or whatever it was, and
1: him kissing his son.
0: Yeah, that's what that's when it all went downhill. That's what I'm saying. Surprise team of the year, New York Giants, five and one. They've got Jacksonville. And Jacksonville's favored to win this game.
1: It is unbelievable. Um, I am definitely calling for coach of the year. I mean, did I say that two or three weeks ago at this point?
0: You were early to that call.
1: But uh, I think they're going to drop one. I think uh, the Jaguars are hunting. They got a disappointing loss last week to a weird Colts team. and I think they're going to get right.
0: I don't know what to think of the Jaguars. Uh, the Giants I picked against them last week um I think I gotta take them this week. They're a wagon <laughs> you think it's still hitched I think so I think I don't know I think they'll have some games that they lose though I don't they they're not gonna continue this five and one trajectory that's for sure I think this week they continue it though this isn't the game they lose it's coming. They're they're gonna have a fall. It's coming. It's just not this week. I um, just
1: refuse to believe that a defense is gonna let Danny Dimes <laughs> to operate continuously. It doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: it doesn't make sense. It's gonna it's gonna rear its ugly head eventually. Um, Browns take on the Ravens in another divisional matchup this week. Heavy divisional matchups
1: this week. It is. Um, so I, you gotta take the Ravens. The Ravens have lost so many weird games, and uh, I, I'm almost part of the Lamar hype to Detroit at this point. So I don't know if I want them no. to lose, but I don't think he's he's gonna attempt to lose games. There's no way the Browns no. win.
0: No, no tank. They're not gonna tank to try to get him out of town. I don't think. Um, yeah, the Ravens are far better than three and three. That's for sure, and the Browns are still the Browns think they make some noise. It's always a close one in the AFC North divisional matchups, it seems like. So I think it's close, but uh, the Ravens win it. Um, 3 o'clock games, or 4 o'clock if you're in Eastern time zone. So the second um, second segment of the day for NFL Sunday, Jets take on Denver. And Denver is favored by one point here.
1: How is Denver favored in this? I guess because it's at home. The Jets are soaring at such an unbelievable altitude that they're nearly gravity defying
0: And it's Mile High Stadium, so it's a high-altitude game.
1: Oh, oh, there we go. You got to put your money on the Jets. I mean, you want a dog winner? This is your dog.
0: Watch out for those um, Cougars that are on Tinder in Denver because Zach Wilson's coming to town. (laughs) Hide your moms if you're out there. If if you're in Denver, just if 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 your mom's going on a surprise vacation, she's got a work conference in Denver this weekend. It's probably not a work conference,
1: buddy. Mama might be something else. What Mama wants, Mama gets. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not Mother's Day yet, but that's probably a big day for Zach. Um, (laughs) Texans, Raiders in the matchup of the one win teams. Raiders favored by seven, a lofty seven. I don't think I've ever seen a one-win matchup have a seven-point advantage, but that just speaks to what we talked about in the in the bye week of that the Raver, Raiders are clearly the best one-and-four team. I think no issues for them this week. Um, Texans are bad. Raiders, easy win here.
1: I mean... I don't think I've picked the black hole to lose yet this year. I don't know if they're worthy of a seven-point spread, though. That seems outrageous for a one-win team. And you called the Texans as your feisty team.
0: Yeah, but I I think, like we said, Raiders, if they want to make something out of the season, they've got to win out of the bye. So Raiders are off a of bye here. So give me the Raiders. Um, Good the goal. Texans... Still going to make a little bit of noise. They're going to win some games they shouldn't, but it's not this one.
1: That's a good call, actually. Good call coming off the bye. I forget they were.
0: Yep. Seahawks travel to L.A. They take on the Chargers.
1: Oh, I... Chargers are favored by six and a half. Um, give me the G-Hawks over the Chargers this week. Really? Chargers have come off two close wins. And we've seen spike from this, uh, this Geno Smith led Seahawks spikes of greatness. And this might be too high powered of an offense to uh, for the Chargers to overcome this time too much to tame. Yeah, I think so.
0: If it's a shootout, I think the Seahawks win. Um, we, we saw what happened when the Jaguars put up points against the Chargers. The Chargers just dropped the ball and, and it really never showed up to that game, so I think I think you're right i I think I want to go Seahawks here as well because I had Seahawks as my sneaky team that might sneak into the playoffs so I think you're right Seahawks on the road um in an upset I agree have Give you me seen, the Seahawks
1: have you seen Pete Carroll chewing gum on the sidelines lately he looks like he has new life sparked into him with each each block of gum
0: maybe it's not gum maybe it's like infused with something else
1: cocaina
0: uh, something. Oof. I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> uh, Chiefs take on the 49ers in San Francisco.
1: It's not often. I mean, you'd have to check me on it. I don't believe it's often that the Chiefs lose two in a row.
0: It's, they're one of those teams. They're kind of like the Bill Belichick Patriots when they had Brady. Uh, they just simply don't lose back-to-back games. I think you're right, although this, one, this one's got to be a close game in my book. Uh, the 49ers, they had an ugly loss last week, but I still think Jimmy G's the guy, and I still think they they have the weapons, Debo and, and uh, Kittle. So they're not going to go down without a fight. Chiefs by... Chiefs by three, just like that they just like the spread alludes to, I guess. Chiefs Chiefs in a close one. I I,
1: I can see the Chiefs by ten. Yeah, perhaps. Um
0: Sunday night matchup in Miami. It's the Dolphins and the Steelers. Who knows who the Steelers are gonna put up a, a quarterback? They went back to Mitch Trubisky last week, so um We'll see who they who roll out there, and same with the Dolphins. It might be Tua. It might be Bridgewater. Uh, there's just been uh, musical chairs going on with both these teams' quarterbacks through injuries and um, bench benches.
1: That's a that's a great point. I forgot about that. They both had uh, quarterback woes. I was thinking mainly the Dolphins. I mean, they obviously come to come to mind but yeah Kenny Pickett in out Mitch Trubisky in out still a captain what's going on <laughs>
0: no one yeah, really it's knows bizarre.
1: Uh, it's it's one of the odder things they're also a weird team just like the Colts are um the Steelers that is you know they yeah lose they te- win
0: the, they win last week against the Bucks.
1: Yeah, and Chase Claypool looked like he uh, wasn't uh, even a fit for that offense anymore and then just goes crazy. I mean, it's just a weird team.
0: Very weird. Yeah, that's got, what you get from Mike Tomlin.
1: Yeah, he's going to he's gonna eke out wins. They probably shouldn't if they just stay in it. But all that being said, I think uh, – actually, you know what? Screw it. I've got the Dolphins written down as a W here. I'm going to scribble that one out. I think Tomlin gets the coaching experience win over the new guy.
0: Uh, couldn't disagree more. Wow, I, Steelers, Steelers are my B team, so you know I'd love to have them get the W here. But uh, I think the Dolphins um, get to a back this week, so I think this is a reunion for them. They're going to go back to their winning ways with Waddle and. And Tyreek in the in the wide receiver core, so give me the Dolphins. I think the Steelers just just as though the the Chiefs can't lose two straight. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers can't win two straight. They're not they're not at that level.
1: I'm calling uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers as a defense to have three turnovers. Wow, well that would be what would win them the game. That's
0: for sure. Call it. It's. It's, it's it's a recipe. You're putting down the framework. If they do that, uh, you're right. They'll be sitting pretty. I,
1: I bears,
0: see bears,
1: patriots
0: in an unlikely Monday Night Football matchup.
1: Uh, it is kind. Of, I feel like this is two teams you don't see often, right? Is that yeah. mean, just me? I don't even know what to make of this game. I mean, we know that the Bears aren't good. Justin Fields doesn't really throw the ball, but he's a threat with his feet. You know that Bill knows how to contain running quarterbacks, so that's not going to be – he's going to force him to throw. I I mean, I Mm -hmm. I think the Patriots win easily, but I feel like this is the Bill Belichick game where he just kind of like – like what he did to the Lions, just kind of like pecks at you and like kind of makes fun of you as he wins.
0: He's very much like that he's a bully he's a bully on the field. <laughs> he knows what he is. he's very proud of that. Uh, I think you're right New England favored by seven and a half at home I think I think they should take this one easily. The Bears in primetime are usually never good anyway so I don't I don't see them putting up a fight against against the Patriots at home um and you're right. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Bailey Zappi's is Bailey Zappy going to play it. Mac Jones is still questionable. So I don't know. I think either way, whoever's that quarterback for that game, I think either way it's the Patriots um, Zappy, I don't know. Maybe Zappy jumps, jumps Mac Jones. I don't know. Is he playing well enough for that?
1: I mean, who's to say? That's pretty quick, but I—I I bet you I'm—I'm I'm throwing uh, throwing one out on this game. We're gonna have a lot of airtime from the Patriots' Minutemen. Uh, elaborate. The uh, the mascots, the Minutemen. We're, oh, we're, we're, yeah. we're gonna have you think. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of celebration going on. Well, that and we're just every time they cut away, we're gonna see the Minutemen with the guns and the shots. We're gonna see a lot of Minutemen. Men. I can already picture this game.
0: Okay, I news to me that that was what they were called. Didn't know that.
1: Am I misreading history?
0: No, um, no, I don't okay. believe so. The British are coming. The British are coming. Yeah, you
1: get it, Paul Revere.
0: Paul Revere. That's the Monday night matchup, and that's the the matchup last matchup of the week. Uh Bills, Rams, Vikings, Eagles all on the bye. That leaves us with one matchup. The Detroit Lions take on the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World in AT&T Stadium. Dallas favored by 7. Looks like uh looks like Dak Prescott will be back at the helm for the Cowboys, so no more Cooper Rush season at least for now.
1: Sorry for and, your loss.
0: Uh we we know how the Lions like to be the springboard for quarterbacks. I think there's no better team for the for Dak to, to come back against than the Detroit Lions, and I give him a nice and easy, a nice and easy one to start things back into the starting quarterback position.
1: Um, I I think for the Lions though, this bodes a little better than a backup quarterback. <laughs> well, you might be right there, and 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 the Lions. Bless their
0: hearts, especially the Dan Campbell led Lions. Seems like they're always, always playing, um, playing well against teams that are far better than them. So, like the Eagles. So, um, I I could see this one being a blowout, but I could also see this one being very close. I think the fact that it's in Dallas and Dax coming back. Um Lions Lions come out flat out of the bye week and are down two to three scores quickly. And we're crying our sorrows in the halftime capsule and only to only to have a little bit of life shoved into us in the second half, only to be let down once again. I think there's no way the Lions win this. Cowboys all the way.
1: I've got the Lions written down as a W. You know, I'll never, <laughs> I'll never not have these guys written down as a W. Uh, I said it only bad teams lose coming out of a bye, okay? They're not a bad team officially. If they lose this game, I might have to reconsider. They're going to win this game. Kaminsky's huge coming back. Dak uh, Prescott might actually get hurt again because. Kaminsky and Aiden Hutchinson are gonna be two tough boys to handle if if you got a double one, you got another one coming off. I think the real key to the game for the Lions though is how do you contain Micah Parsons? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Uh, you saw him kind of get contained last week, and you know Dan Clinton's kinda of upset about it and is scheming new ways to get him open this week. And that's that's what scares me. I think a sneaky contender for a great game, like a breakout star in this game for the Cowboys, Michael Gallup. Mm. We yep. haven't seen much of him. He's coming off an injury. Uh, I mean, he's a few weeks removed. But it's him and Dak's first game together again this season. And that uh, I think people have forgotten that, and he's going to go off.
0: It could be that way. It certainly feels like it's a great matchup like i said for the for dak to come back into um but i could see him struggling Uh, obviously his first game of the year was was a loss in 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 his injury week one but um they didn't look great with dak at the helm so it's gonna be kind of interesting to see what they come out against the lions defense that's obviously struggling all year round so uh it's going to be an interesting matchup there i think you're right micah parsons um Hopefully, Lions are took note of what Philly did in their protection schemes and will kind of try to implement that into their their blocking uh, for for Mr. Jared Goff. Um, we'll see. I, I I would love to pick the Lions here, but I just I just don't see it in Dallas. That's just going to be ugly. You can really stand
1: to pick against both your teams this week. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean how can sometimes how your, I try
1: to do reverse psychology, but Man, that's a tough soul you got going over there right now. You're going through it. It's the Cowboys, man.
0: I the Cowboys they're, they're don't ever respect
1: for me. the Cowboys.
0: They're five and two or four and two. They're about to be five and two.
1: No, the Lions are gonna derail that. Cooper got him there. They should have stuck with it. They're going to realize after this game that they need to go back to Cooper, and the Lions are what sets that right.
0: All right. Friendly
1: friendly wager on this game, then? Gentlemen's, of course. All right. Five
0: bucks? Oh, yeah. Five or? Five bucks Venmo. Five yeah. Bucks Venmo.
1: Five bucks Venmo. I'm in.
0: All right. If anybody else wants to get in on that, hit
1: us up. You know, you got my number. Um, yeah and they've got your your twitter handle as well uh good luck finding my venmo
0: hey that that could really only go well for you though so
1: tommy I, I swear to God if you put my venmo in the title of this episode i'm gonna p i s s e d just gave him an idea there
0: we'll just make one for the for the podcast and we'll take donations so we can get better content for you all sure. um Real quick, before we end the show, college football. Another another um, successful win last week for the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan and Michigan State are both off this week in preparation for their matchup on Hollow Weekend next week. And uh, a couple matchups to look forward to on Saturday. Syracuse versus Clemson and what might be the biggest matchup of Syracuse's university football program's career. Uh, Syracuse number 14 and Clemson number 5 I think Syracuse's unbeaten run ends here but it's going to be a fun one if you're a Syracuse um, Orange member of that university Um, so get your fun in while you can Um, (laughs) UCLA versus Oregon 9 versus 10 in an unexpected 9 versus 10 matchup I'd say Um, UCLA still undefeated and uh, they will try to remain so against the Ducks. And Texas is back. They've got Quinn Ewers, Ewers, Ewers back um, at the helm. And they take on the other Oklahoma team. We saw what they did to the Sooners. We'll see what they can do against the Cowboys. It's number 11 versus number 20, I believe. And um, guess that's correct. 20 versus 11. Uh, then Alabama versus Mississippi state, Alabama tries to bounce back after their terrible loss to Tennessee. And, uh, they might have one of their wide receivers out after he pushed somebody on the field that, um, one of the students that rushed the field that's being investigated by the NCAA right now. We talked Um, about this. We did. I know I thought of you when it happened. Um, it's kind of a, it wasn't much of a push, but it was certainly a push. So we'll see what, uh, the NCAA has to say about that. Uh another primetime matchup to look forward to. Kansas State versus the undefeated TCU in the battle of the Purples. We've got two purple matchups or two purple teams matching up in primetime. And that's the late game of the night on FS one. So TCU is ranked number eight. If they get a win here against 17 Kansas State, they may they may jump into a higher ranking. So couple implications this week we're we're looking forward to that matchup and <laughs> we're looking forward to the Cowboys and the Lions this weekend so we'll see you all on Sunday until then go Lions it's back
1: Pew! man I don't even know what to uh, I'm already what to buy, if that's like